Hello again, everybody. Sorry about the uh, about getting cut off on the last one. Had uh, my dog's getting a little excited about somebody outside the house. Anyways, uh, let's continue on with FOTM Volume Six. And uh, the last question I had asked was, if in alternate law, when will the aircraft revert to direct law? If the controls degrade to alternate law for any reason other than recovery from abnormal attitude, direct law automatically becomes active with gear extension and autopilots not engaged. In this case, full use of autopilot is recommended until they must be disconnected. When is there a direct relationship between side stick and flight control surface deflection? when in direct law or on the ground in ground mode. It's common Airbus philosophy that the Airbus cannot stall in normal law. However, there are conditions in which it can. Describe how this can happen. A good pilot will operate under the philosophy that anything can happen. Preventative systems, such as Alpha Prot, Alpha Max, etc., could interpret bad data as valid data and subsequently fail to recognize the actual angle of attack or flight path of the airplane. Therefore, it is hard to point to exact scenarios when the Airbus can stall in normal law. We need to understand anything is possible, and we should recognize stall indications and recovery regardless of, of the active control law. How would the aircraft enter abnormal attitude law? By exceeding approximately double the normal law limits. What is the purpose of abnormal attitude law? It allows the aircraft to be recovered from an unusual attitude. Note, the following questions should provide better understanding of flight control laws. While the questions may not be asked in the same manner, an operational understanding is to be expected. If the flight crew is flying at 300 knots and they happen to pull full back on the side stick, how high can they pitch up? Thirty degrees up. If the pilot selects 100 knots on the speed knob, how slow would the aircraft fly if the autopilot and autothrust are engaged? VLS. Describe in detail what would happen if the pilot slowly pulled the thrust levers to idle in normal law. As airspeed decays, the THS adjusts the pitch attitude to maintain altitude. If the angle of attack increases to a threshold value known as alpha prot, the pitch function of the side stick changes. Stick movement commands a specific angle of attack instead of a G-load change. Since nose-up pitch trim ceases, the pilot must hold continuous back pressure in order to fly slower than a speed for alpha prot. 
Continuing the scenario above, what would happen if the flight crew continued to pull back on the side stick? How slow would the aircraft go? The speed corresponding to alpha max. With the stick full aft, the elevators will adjust the pitch attitude to maintain a maximum safe angle of attack, known as alpha max. This maximum angle of attack induced by the pilot is slightly lower than the stall angle of attack. Therefore, the aircraft theoretically cannot be stalled in normal law. At some point during this demonstration, the autothrust automatically applies toga power. What is this protection and how does it work? This is called alpha floor. It's a function of auto thrust. It'll activate at any airspeed based on angle of attack and automatically apply toga thrust regardless of lever position. Alpha floor is available if auto thrust is functional. It does not have to be active. An engine is running and aircraft is in normal law. Angle of attack protection does not depend on alpha floor to function. On NEO aircraft, alpha floor is inhibited above Mach 0.06. Describe what would happen if a flight crew attempted to overstress the aircraft while in normal law. Maneuver protections prevent a pilot from overstressing the aircraft by limiting flight control inputs. If G loads become greater than normal, they are displayed in amber on the lower ECAM above the digital clock. When the side stick is pushed forward, less than one G is commanded. A given pitch input always results in the same pitch response regardless of airspeed. When the stick is returned to neutral, the new pitch is held constant regardless of airspeed changes. What will happen if the pilot overspeeds the aircraft, are there any protections that are available to pilots? An overspeed causes the flight control computers to provide a nose-up input to reduce the aircraft damage due to excessive speed. This protection limits the maximum airspeed by increasing the pitch attitude even if full forward stick is held. The speed at which the protection activates is shown on the airspeed indicator as a green equal sign. An overspeed warning is generated as VMO is exceeded, specifically at VMO plus 4. This warning can only be silenced by the emergency cancel push button. If the stick is released, the speed will return to VMO or MMO. The protection will allow a momentary increase in airspeed to VMO plus 16 or MMO plus 0.04 Mach, permitting any necessary maneuvering, but then the speed will again slow to the limit. Positive spiral stability is introduced at zero degrees of bank angle instead of 33 degrees like in normal law. So that with the side stick released, the aircraft always returns to a bank angle of zero degrees. 
the bank angle limit is reduced from 67 degrees to 40 degrees. If high-speed protection is active, positive spiral stability occurs at all bank angles and control pressure is required to hold any bank angle greater than zero. It is possible to overspeed the aircraft. The computers merely limit the maximum attainable speed. When, is a, when a pilot rolls into a bank, what is provided by the flight control laws? In flight mode of normal law, roll control is roll rate demand. Side stick input commands the ailerons, spoilers 2 through 5, and rotor to achieve the commanded roll rate with bank angle protection, turn coordination, turn coordination, and Dutch roll dampening. The roll rate demanded by the pilots is proportional to the side stick deflection. When the side stick is neutral, the ailerons and spoilers are positioned to maintain a roll rate of 0 degrees per second. The results, excuse me, this results in constant bank angle. When the side stick is displaced laterally, increasing roll rates are commanded. At full deflection, a roll rate of 15 degrees per second is commanded in normal law. The ailerons and spoilers are positioned as necessary to achieve the commanded roll rate. The side stick position cannot be used as a reference to determine the actual position of flight control surfaces. In normal turns up to 33 degrees, pitch trim is automatic and assists the pilot in maintaining. If the bank is increased beyond 33 degrees, the side sticker is released, the aircraft will return to 33 degrees of bank. This is known as positive spiral stability. Positive spiral stability is characterized as being is programmed into the flight control computers which return the aircraft to a more stable condition. Zero degrees of high speed or angle of attack protection is active. Beyond 33 degrees of bank, positive spiral stability is active and automatic pitch trim is inhibited. To maintain a bank angle greater than 33 degrees, continuous side stick pressure must be used. Also, continuous back pressure will be needed to maintain altitude since automatic pitch trim is inhibited. All right, the pilot finds himself in alternate law. Describe the indications and available protections and flight control logic. In most cases, a single system component failure will not cause a flight control degradation. Indications would be AMBER X's and an EWD message. The ECAM status states protection is lost, but no maneuver protection is still available. Autopilot availability and alternate law depends on the failures that cause the degradation. Generally speaking, if failures do not affect the primary flight control surfaces, the autopilot should be available. Pitch is the same as normal law. Roll is direct, not roll rate demand, and yaw losses, or excuse me, yaw loses turn coordination. 
attitude, high speed, and angle of attack protections are lost. High speed stability activates just prior to overspeed warning. Nose down trim is inhibited. Low speed stability activates just prior to the stall warning. Nose up trim is inhibited. The pilot can override the stabilities and overspeed or stall the aircraft. Instead of commanding a specific roll rate, there is a direct relationship between side stick position and control surface position. As a result, roll sensitivity now changes with aircraft speed and the amount of side stick deflection. Bank angle protection is now available in alternate law. Roll commands are carried out directly with mod without modification. Depending on the failure combination, the maximum roll, roll rate may be as much as twice as what it is in normal law. Attitude protection is lost and green equal signs on the PFD are replaced with amber X's. In alternate law, turn coordination is always lost regardless of FAC fact status. Yaw dampening, rudder trim, and rudder limiting is available if a fact is operational. The, the pilot finds himself in direct law. Describe the indications, protections, and flight control logic. Okay, when in alternate law, there is no landing mode that would provide constant control during landing for all possible failure combinations. Consequently, the flight controls transition into direct law when the landing gear is extended and the autopilot is off. Direct law is very unlikely in flight. It usually results from the lowering, from lowering the gear in alternate law. An ECAM message is generated that says protections lost, and like alternate law, this is now true. There are no protections or stabilities and direct law. The message use man pitch trim in amber is displayed in the FMA because the automatic trim is lost. Pitch control is direct. Load factor demand is lost. Pitch sensitivity or control is a factor of airspeed and the amount of flight control deflection. Roll control is the same as alternate law, direct relationship with no protections. If the pilot finds himself in mechanical backup, what functions are available? Okay, mechanical backup control is provided for the rudder and THS in the event of a complete loss of flight control computers or electrical power provided there is hydraulic pressure. Although the aircraft can be flown indefinitely in this condition, it is intended to be used only as long as it takes to restore the computers. Note, the EWD warning message read man pitch trend only indication on the FMA. There isn't a specific mechanical backup ECAM message. The side sticks are inoperative. Pitch is controlled with the trim wheel via the mechanical connection to the pitch system. Roll and yaw are controlled through the rudder pedals and the mechanical connection to the rudder. In reality, the failure of only 
Four flight control computers may result in mechanical backup. Both ELACs, SEC 1, SEC 2 fail. All computerized pitch control is lost. In this case, because SEC 3 is still available, the side sticks can control roll using one spoiler on each wing, but pitch control is mechanical. Alright, we got through flight control laws. Let's move on to the ADERS panel. What is ADIRS? ADERS. That stands for Air Data and Inertial Reference System. What type of information does Air Data Reference System provide? Barometric altitude, airspeed, overspeed warnings, temperature, angle of attack, and Mach. What type of information does IR computers provide? Attitude, flight path vector, track, heading, acceleration, angular rates, ground speed, and aircraft position. If there is an IR1 fault, what should be done with the switching panel to display backup data appropriately? ATT slash HDG to Captain 3. If there was an ADIR1 fault, excuse me, ADR1 fault, what should be done with the switching panel to display backup data appropriately? Air data to Captain 3. Explain the ADERS power up and initialization. Switch from off to nav, on bat light illuminates and then extinguishes. White aligned light illuminates for the duration of alignment. That's only on A319's tail number 502 to 534. In A319, 535, and 536, A320s, and A321s, the EWD memo section displays IR in align during alignment and replaces the align lights on the overhead panel. What are some indications of an ADIR having reverted to battery power on the ground? An external horn sounds, the on-bat light comes on, an Adaru and avionics light illuminates in amber on the external power panel. What is the significance of a steady fault light on the IR? The IR has failed and cannot be recovered. What is the significance of a flashing fault light on the IR?
navigation function is lost, attitude and heading may be recovered in ATT mode. Describe what would happen if an ADR was selected off. The pilot would lose barometric altitude, airspeed, Mach, angle of attack, temperature, and overspeed warnings from that one ADR. The ECAM would instruct the pilot to select the air data switch to Captain 3 or FO3 as appropriate. At that point, the affected pilot side will return to normal. What functions are lost when an IR is turned off? There are two ADERS control panels installed on the fleet. On the older panel with a keypad and digital display, the pilot would lose the IR part, inertial reference, which supplies attitude, flight path, vector, track, heading, accelerations, angular rates, ground speed, and aircraft position, along with all ADR information. The ECAM instructs the pilot to select the ATT heading switch to Captain 3 or FO3 as appropriate. At that point, the affected pilot side returns to normal. The newer panels with no keypad and digital display allows the pilot to turn off only the IR. In this case, the IR information would be lost and ADR information would still be available. What functions are lost? Uh, when would a pilot perform a full alignment versus a quick alignment? A full alignment is necessary if the IR mode selectors are currently off. During the first flight of the day, there's a crew change if the GPS is not available and the flight crew expects long segments and poor nav aid coverage. Quick alignment is required for all other flights if the deviation from the IRS position from the FMGC is greater than 5 miles. What could cause the flashing white align light to illuminate on the ground? Present position not entered within 10 minutes of alignment or within 3 minutes of fast alignment. Large difference in lat long between shutdown position and entered position. Aircraft movement during alignment. There's a few differences here. No aligned light on the 320. The EWD memo section displays IRS in align during alignment and replaces aligned lights on the overhead panel. This memo flashes in green for the same reasons as the aligned lights flash on the other aircraft. Moving on now to the external lights panel. If the runway turnoff light, land, and nose switches are all in the on position, which lights automatically extinguish after takeoff? The nose and runway turnoff lights extinguish automatically when the landing gear is retracted. What is the difference between position one and two on the nav and logo toggle switches? They are separate bulbs. When do the strobes flash in auto mode? When the main landing gear is not compressed. APU panel. What does the illumination of APU master switch fault indicate? 
it indicates that automatic APU shutdown has occurred. What is the significance of the APU avail light illuminating? APU is running above 99.5% or two seconds after end speed reaching 95%. In practical terms, it is ready to accept and support electrical and or air load. What condition in the APU system would cause an external horn to sound on the ground? APU fire. With the APU green avail light on and the external power green avail light on, which system is powering the aircraft? Two avails means the APU is powering the aircraft. If possible, how would the APU be used if it has already started the cooldown cycle? By pressing the APU master switch push button, when running the securing checklist, why is it important to wait two minutes after the APU avail light goes out before switching off the batteries? Switching the batteries off before the APU flap is closed may cause smoke in the cabin during the next flight. Moving on to the signs panel. What occurs when an emergency exit light switch is placed to off. All lights off, amber emergency exit light off, light illuminates. Why do we place the no smoking sign to auto instead of on? It allows the emergency exit light to charge their batteries. Instrument lights panel. What flight deck lighting is available if normal electrical power is lost? Captain's instrument panel. Right dome light provided dome switch is set to dim or bright and standby compass. Cabin pressure panel. How is the landing field elevation entered into the pressurization system in automatic, semi-automatic, and manual modes? Automatic FMGC landing elevation must be in auto. Semi-automatic by landing elevation selector button and by ma and manual by selecting the mode select to man and then using the man vertical speed control toggle switch. What does selecting the ditching push button on accomplish? Closes all openings below the water line. When would a pilot push the ditching push button? When ditching or when directed by the de-icing checklist? How many controllers are in the pressurization system? Two, 
only one is used at a time and they swap roles after each landing. How can a pilot manually switch controllers? You can switch mode select to manual for 10 seconds and then back to auto. What does an amber fault light in the mode select push button indicate? Both automatic pressure controllers are faulty. What protects the airframe from excessive cabin differential pressure? Two pressure relief valves. Anti-ice panel. What is accomplished if the wing anti-ice push button is selected on when the aircraft is on the ground? The system will run a self-test for 30 seconds and the valves will close until the aircraft is airborne. What does the wing fault light illumination in the anti-ice panel indicate? Valve disagreement comes on momentarily when valve is in transit or low pressure. What does engine one or two fault light illumination on the anti-ice panel indicate? Valve disagreement comes on momentarily when the valve is in transit. After selecting the probe slash window heat push button on the ground to remove ice or fog from the window, would the pilot need to select it off before takeoff? Yes, so it can operate in automatic mode. What part of the wing is heated? The outboard three slats. In what position do the wing and engine anti-ice valves fail if electrical power is lost? Wing fails closed and engine fails open. What is the significance of high swept wings versus less swept wings in ice accumulation? The more swept the wing, the less time for moisture to attach. A flight crew is arriving to the aircraft in Detroit early in the morning and notice that the cockpit windows are frosted over. What should the flight crew do? Select the probe window heat on. This must be selected off prior to takeoff in order to regain normal system logic. The temperature outside is 2 degrees Celsius with visible moisture. What should the flight crew turn on? Engine anti-ice after engine start. After takeoff, when should the flight crew turn on the wing anti-ice? Wing anti-ice can be used after the aircraft is in a clean wing and the conditions warrant its use.
What is TAT? TAT is total air temperature, also called indicated temperature or ram air temperature. What is SAT? SAT is static air temperature, also called outside air temperature or true air temperature. Should a flight crew use TAT or SAT when determining whether to turn any ICE systems on? Remember that TAT indicates when to turn any ice on. SAT indicates when it may be able to be turned off. Starting the descent out of flight level 350 with visible moisture, the TAT is negative 32, SAT is negative 53. What would be appropriate use of the engine any ice? Engine anti-ice should be turned on in this scenario. Engine anti-ice is required when icing conditions exist or are expected except during climb or cruise when SAT is below negative 40. Let's say you're climbing through flight level 240 and visible moisture. The crew notices that the TAT is negative 22 degrees Celsius. The SAT is negative 45. What would be appropriate use of the engine anti-ice? Engine anti-ice may be turned off in this scenario. Engine anti-ice is required when icing conditions exist or are expected except during climb or cruise and the SAT is below negative 40. Let's move on to the air conditioning panel. If pack flow is selected low, norm, or high, and only the APU is providing bleed air or one pack is selected off, what will the packs provide? high flow rate since the flow rate function is automatic. If the hot air fa valve faults, what will happen to the temperature control system? All trim air valves close and pack one controls the cockpit temperature to the last selected value. Pack two controls the cabin to the averages selected by the forward and aft cabin temperature selector knobs. How are packs controlled and operated? Packs are electrically controlled and pneumatically operated. What are some potential causes for pack fault light? Valve position disagree with selected. Compressor outlet overheat, pack outlet overheat. What are some potential causes for engine bleed fault light? Bleed overpressure, bleed overheat, wing or anti-ice leak on the related side, bleed valve not closed during engine start, bleed bleed valve not closed with the APU bleed on. What is the logic for the cross bleed rotary switch?
shut, the valve is closed, auto, open if the APU bleed valve is open, closed if APU bleed valve is closed, or there is a wing, pylon, or APU leak, except during an engine start. Open, the valve is open. What does APU bleed fault illumination indicate? APU bleed leak. What does selecting the ram air push button accomplish? Ram air inlet opens if the differential pressure is less than 1 psi. What is ram air push button used for? Smoke and fume removal in the cabin, or ventilation of cabin with dual pack failure. How is bleed leak detection different on the CEO and NEO aircraft? If a bleed air monitoring computer, BMC, fails on a NEO airplane, over-temperature protection is lost on the affected side. This has no effect on CEO aircraft. When should you select low pack flow? On the 319, when the number of passengers is below 138. On the 320, when the number of passengers is below 141. On the 321, on econ flow, when the number of passengers is below 168. Electrical panel, and I believe this will be our last section uh, for part two of this podcast. Uh, what is the minimum battery voltage? 25.6 volts. What would a pilot do if bat voltage is 25.5 or below on an originating pre-flight? You should charge the batteries with external power by selecting bat push buttons to auto. How long should batteries be charged? For 20 minutes and then recheck the voltage. Explain how to conduct the bat check. What if it fails the test? Select the electrical page on the ECAM. Turn battery 1 and 2 off and then on. Check battery voltage current is less than 60 amps in decreasing within 10 seconds. If it fails the test, wait until the end of the charging cycle and repeat the test. Describe the electrical power system. Okay, this is a very vague answer, but and it's very long, so here we go. The electrical power system consists of three-phase 
and 200 volt, 400 hertz, consistent frequency AC system, and a 28 volt DC. Normally, the system produces alternating current, some of which is then transformed into direct current for certain applications. Each of the aircraft's three generators can supply the whole network. If all normal aircraft generation is lost, excuse me, if all normal AC alternating current generation is lost, an emergency generator uh, can supply AC power. If all AC generation is lost, the system can transform DC power from the batteries into AC power. If all AC power is lost, what happens? DC power from the batteries is converted into AC. What would be an expected indication in the gen push buttons prior to engine start? A fault indication. Define and describe an IDG. It's an integrated drive generator. It takes variable engine outputs and gives it a constant output. How would a pilot disconnect an IDG? The pilot would lift the red guard and push the IDG push button, being careful not to hold the push button for longer than three seconds. How would an IDG be reconnected? This cannot be done by the flight crew. It is a maintenance function. Describe the function of the bus tie in auto. It allows a single source to power AC bus one and two. Allows connection of the APU gen or external power to system. Inhibits multiple sources connected simultaneously. If Gen 1 fails to supply AC bus 1, what happens? Gen 2, or APU Gen, if available, powers the system through the bus tie. How is AC essential bus normally powered? From AC bus 1. If AC bus 1 fails, how is the AC essential bus powered? AC bus 2 automatically feeds the AC essential bus. What indication will be present on the or electrical panel that AC bus 2 is feeding the AC essential bus? AC essential alternate light illuminated only if the switch is manually selected. What does the galley fault light indicate? At least one generator, at least one generator's load is above 100% rated output. Explain the auto function of the, oh, yeah, explain the auto function of the galley push button. It sheds the main galley if only one generator is available. How is the battery bus normally powered?
DC bus one through the DC tie contactor. What buses are powered by the emergency generator? AC essential bus, AC essential shed, DC essential bus by the essential TR, and DC essential shed. What does a bat fault light indicate? Battery charging current outside of limits. Bat contactor opens. What are the batteries connected to the battery bus? That would be APU start, battery charging, AC bus 1 and 2, not powered, and airspeed below 100 knots. That concludes the electrical panel. Uh, part 3, I'll start on the uh, fuel panel. Thanks for listening.